welcome to Backwards Plan with BNT January 2024. Marie and I are thrilled that you are here and ready to dive into some work smarter, not harder planning with us. This mini series will take you through five days, five steps, and about five minutes of quick and careful planning to ensure your next semester is organized, evenly paced, and dynamic. Welcome to day two, Summative Assessments. Backwards Plan with BNT is sponsored by Happy Hour, where educators gather for extra servings of BNT, new resources, and bite-sized PD at just $7 a month. Happy Hour members enjoy one very happy hour of content monthly, a new resource collage, and access to all live coaching events hosted by BNT. This month, we're introducing Happy Hour Gold at $27 a month, unlocking everything from the classic offer plus instant access to our five ELA content workshop experiences. Dive into our workshop library with unlimited access as long as you stay. And as a bonus for joining Happy Hour today, we're sharing our very incredibly unique Trello board templates with you. Trello is a digital planning tool with drag and drop features that we love as teachers. No need to commit to anything when you can drag and drop and make a change. Our template has the next six months completely outlined for you and is waiting for your own customizations as we speak. It's colorful, interactive, flexible, and quite frankly, it's already done for you. While your Google Calendar does the work of merging your work and personal life, we hope you loved that bonus yesterday, Trello is the tool we switch to when making specific unit plans and decisions. It's indispensable for batch planning and seeing the curriculum clearly at a glance, as well as zoomed in to the smallest detail. We're about to get started planning for day two, but before we do, be sure to check out Happy Hour at bravenewteaching.com slash happy hour. We can't wait to see you inside. Welcome everyone back to our backwards plan with BNT challenge. We are on day two and day two is completely focused on summative assessments. Yes, the assessments are pretty much the first thing that we focus on. If you missed yesterday's episode, you're going to definitely want to pause me here and go back because yesterday's episode will not only orient you to the challenge as a whole, give you some goals and what we're hoping to achieve, but there were some really important assignments and homework that needed to be done before today. So hopefully you are here, you're ready to go, you've gathered all your calendars, you're completely prepped and organized based on yesterday's episode, and you're ready to start. So here are your jobs for backwards planning your summative assessments. Step one, I need you to list all of your assessments. You can just jot them down on one of those post-it notes. What are all of the assessments you plan on administering this semester? Once you've made that list, I need you to open up that planner. This is where it really is important that you've marked all of the important dates. Where do you want those assessments to go? 
it's really important too at this point like this is kind of like the beginning of your pacing journey is we're not starting at the beginning and picking how many weeks or even doing the reading calendar first like we're not that's not where we're starting we're starting with assessments because you need to look at real time so another way to do this would be to open up your trello board if you're a happy hour member you can log into your happy hour account and it'll be right there for you if you don't have trello you can still do this on one of your post-it notes or even just directly in your planner once you have all of your dates and all of the things into your planner and once you have plopped maybe in pencil where you see all of your summatives going now what you can do is count the number of real instructional days so if you're if you're kind of not sure where you want your summatives to go let's just start with the month so on your trello board at the top of each month you're going to jot down real time instructional days so in january count how many instructional days do you have in february how many do you have march april may june how many real days do you have Get that number at the top, somewhere very, very clear in your planner or on your Trello board, right there at the top, jot that down. Now, if you're kind of depending on which order you're doing things, look at your summative assessments. Are they spaced out in a way that you feel good about? I also want you to think about with your summative dates, okay, wherever you have those dates listed, I want you to also mark the dates where you plan to introduce that assessment assign that assessment, work on that assessment, and maybe more importantly, grade that assessment. Does the place where you put it have space for all of those things designated? And yes, of course there is time, but look at your weekends, long weekends, spring breaks, the days that you ha are potentially going to be gone, testing dates. Make sure that the flow and the cohesiveness of this assessment period makes sense to you. A reminder, you don't have to do assessments on Fridays. You don't have to start them on Mondays and end them on Fridays. You can assign an assessment, maybe an essay. You can assign it on a Thursday and have the due date be on a Wednesday. I mean, why do you have to go grading over the weekend? You also can plan your grading days. When do you want to grade? Do you want to be grading on spring break or do you want something due the day after spring break and students are you know, in air quotes, working on it over the spring break time. You don't have to make things harder for yourself. So using your calendar, using all of your dates, list your assessments and mark, introduce, assign, grade. Where is all of that happening? The second thing is another gathering activity, but um, either in your paper planner or your Google calendar, wherever that is, I want you to go find the rubrics for all of these assignments if they're not already attached and connect those rubrics to the assignments. Wherever possible, make a note flag if the rubric needs updating or if the rubric is good to go. But just right now, make sure that you have the rubric so that you can kind of look at a list later and say, okay, I have it, I need to make one or I need to edit this one. Just make sure, just make a note for yourself about the rubrics and what state they're in. Finally, we're gonna do the same thing, but now with the project or assignment directions. Are those assignment directions good to go? Are they in need of an update? Are they brand new and they need to be written? Just make a note to yourself about what needs to be done in terms of that assessment. 
So now at the end of our three little steps, our five minute little interlude, you should know when your assess a summative assessments are going to be and what state they're all in. Uh, I don't think that we want to get to the place where we are running up against a, a summative and it's not prepared, it's not ready, and that's just going to leave you feeling really scattered. So give yourself some real time, real numbers, real information, and we will see you tomorrow to look at formatives and lesson planning. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.